Hello and welcome back to the Beauty of Truth podcast. I am your host slash makeup artist Robin Byrne. I cannot believe we are at episode nine. I am really genuinely overwhelmed and grateful for every single listen, share, comment and rating that you guys have given this podcast. This is something that I never thought was would be possible for me and I really now live by feel the fear and do it anyway. So speaking of quotes, I'm very excited to share this week's, I can't again believe it, episode nine. This week's guest is Emma Keough. So apart from her being the queen of quotes and positive affirmations and also wanting her entire wardrobe, Emma is a breath of fresh air. She is someone who inspires confidence and empowerment in every single person she meets. Emma has Emma started blogging around eight years ago under the blog, The Blonde Bob Blog. And now Emma has over 40K followers on Instagram, a revamped website, and just recently became a life coach. You get an instant boost of positivity and confidence when scrolling through Emma's grid and highlights. And she has showcased how to achieve great success through a really truthful lens of hard work, whether that be in the gym or in her career. Emma screams body positivity and will inspire definitely inspire your next Sarah or homeware purchase and is now taking on clients for her new business and life coaching I cannot wait for you guys to hear this episode so this podcast is now sponsored by RAS Removals Group RAS is an Irish family owned relocation company with 28 years experience in transport logistics and relocations so whatever your global moving requirements may be road, air or sea these are the experts for the job and you can find them at www ras-group.ie for a stress-free relocation process. Welcome to the beauty of truth. Emma Kyo, thank you so much for no being a part problem. of the Beauty of Truth podcast. I know it took us a while to get I dates know, that suited. But I'm excited to be here. Excited yes, be so here. excited. I know that there's going to be, I've already told friends, I'm like, I'm like sneaky secret, Emma Kyo's yeah. come oh on. God. Everyone's dying to know. Dying Does to know. she even work? Does she? What does she do? Exactly. Love it. <laughs> love it. That's exactly what everybody can say. You have to ask her now, like, why did she leave Primark and all of those oh, things? Oh, so we'll, Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But I think just in case there are any people listening, um, like the this podcast now, because the episodes are so diverse, we... I actually have like a real broad audience of people. So there might be some people that don't don't follow you, don't yeah. know you, and then there'll be the people that do and yeah. want even more goss. So um tell us a little bit about your journey from I think you, you started a blog about what, seven or eight years ago now. Yeah. The blonde the you the blonde bob look at blog. You. Yes, yes, hardcore. yes. Hardcore. <laughs> Subscribe to that. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but yeah, so I mean like it's been obviously a journey totally. and social media has changed yeah. and evolved so tell us about your journey so I think like how it all started was so I'd say actually it was about nine years ago I was like I love fashion I love sharing I love kind of inspiring and I've always just been obsessed with fashion so I actually went to college I done a fashion and design and then I um, went back and I done buying and then I was a buyer in Primark so from that I was just like oh I'd love to set up a blog and I did that and it was just all in my own time like a website and 
then I was living in Australia and I didn't really like have much time to do that and that kind of went out the door. So then Instagram came along and um, my page was on private or whatever but then my sister at the time Ashley she worked in Forever 21 and she was doing styling and like her following was well. growing and growing I was like oh my god how has she got 10,000 at the time 10,000 was like a oh, million people oh it was people. huge it yeah, was yeah. huge I remember it was when yeah. Sosumi and all was really hitting off like and I was just so like I wasn't always confident you know like say I loved my fashion but I wasn't confident with sharing it because of just the scrutiny you get from it and just be like why would I take photos on the street like Scarlett and um, then my sister was like you've killed style like come on like just put your page on public and just start sharing the way I did like selfies in the mirror started doing that and people were like loving my style and being really um, relatable to me being like oh my god like you're 12 14 like get a girl like you're a normal size how to dress and it started growing from there so then I'm like the confidence was kind of like building and stuff but then still I was quite insecure about you know I'd never ever gotten a bikini or swimsuit photo in all my life like it's so funny because I'd say only the past three years two three years I've gotten that confidence like if you were to say to me okay right every year on a summer holiday like I my anxiety and the panic from knowing I had to get into a bikini or a swimsuit like up until I was about 30 31 like it's I'm awful. 34 if you're not listening if you don't know me guys but like I mean even talking about it, I'm nearly shaking because I feel like it took me so long because I'd literally panic. Even though I was like 12, 14, I'd just be like, oh no, people are looking at me and all. And like, oh, like I can't, like I physically can't. Because I think it, that comes from, I know I'm going off track now, but that comes from, I was a lot heavier when I was younger. So I was 16 years of age and I was 16 stone. And no one would look at me and no boys would look at me. And I just felt so disgusting, so horrible. And just, you know, like everyone always say like, looking at my friends or looking at my sisters and that literally killed me absolutely killed me so from then that I think I went to weight I went to Weight Watchers and I lost nearly five stone and oh that's, my god yeah so that's why you see me now when you see me with my oh look at her she's going to the gym and she's eating healthy like that's my lifestyle change like I have to do it's not I have to do it I enjoy doing it I enjoy looking after my body yeah you know I love a glass of wine <laughs> and don't we all you know it and then I love my treats but then I try healthy as well yeah you, you really remind me of me when I'm looking because like oh. I don't go the, like well now if Adam my trainer's list listening which he probably won't be thank god um but i go for for my mind and for me 100%. and if i get into my jeans and i don't feel like a horrible thing i'm happy yeah <laughs> like I'm the exact same literally delighted. so like I, don't, I was in i was away for a few days on a staycation there at my friends and i don't even want to see the scales i drank myself into oblivion ate so many carbs literally but i'm like no emma this week just do like eat okay like eat well loads of water and just train four or five times and then revisit it like in it yeah and you have to live your life but the thing is as well like I was obsessed with the scales I say for about 12 13 years and excuse my French it beeped my head up like literally you can curse it's fine it fucked my head up basically <laughs> and I'm telling you it was like body dysmorphia and then I just started kind of properly like weight training and going to the gym and then my confidence grew from there. And I have an amazing friend called Jenny TRX and um, my friends as well. I'm kind of seeing a different light. It's not about scales. It's how you feel. It's how you feel in your genes. Are you strong? Are you healthy? Are you fit? And then acceptance. So then from kind of all that, you know, me on that journey and going to the gym and kind of trying to reprogram my own brain, um, the confidence started coming, you know, feeling stronger, feeling healthier. And then I think I was like 31 or 30. I got into the bikini and I took a photo and I was like 
posting it on my nerves. Like I was shaking. Oh, I was I shaking. It was about two, three years ago. And it went live and I was about to get sick and so many people responded. And that's when the body positivity started coming from. I was like, because I didn't know what my purpose was on Instagram. I was like, I'm all about fashion, but I feel like I have a higher purpose here. I don't know what it is. And from that, the body positivity start coming, the self-confidence. And obviously, if you don't know, guys, like I've done a lot of work on myself. So I've been to a kinesiologist the last probably six years. So she's like a holistic life coach. And then from that, I worked on myself. And then I knew, oh, I can help people. Oh, like my Instagram is growing and my blog is kind of growing and website and stuff. And what what have I got here to inspire people? And then I went in and I done my life coaching um, diploma. So we'll touch on that in a while. But for me, Instagram isn't just about sharing. Oh, like here's a new outfit. Fab. I always love fashion inside and out. But I want to share a higher kind of message and inspiration and that's what I use my platform for so people might see oh look at her she's off having brunch and she's off doing this and all I work hard for a living ladies we'll get into that <laughs> yeah 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 definitely you have but to get into like, that I really just want to help women I really want it because so many people and this is the reason why I use my platform you might have the bad messages but for those 1% bad you have the 99% good and the amount of women are like oh my god you're the reason why I, you know, started the gym. I was so embarrassed, but I'm a stone down now and I feel so good. You're the reason why I got into a bikini and literally my heart melts because I'm still that girl. Like I'm that girl that went on this journey. I'm still on that journey. I'm not 100% happy with myself, even though I put that out there and all. I'm always working on myself behind the scenes. See, that's the thing when you're when you're just a person, you know, I just consider myself as a normal girl who just has followers. I would I hate the name influencer, blogger, all this kind of stigma around it because I still work and like I just want to share things that are going to help people if you get me as well as like fashion and bits and bobs as well yeah yeah so I suppose you don't do you not really want the word influencer and blogger to define you yeah because that's not me yeah 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 like no, and I get that from your page like when I go oh, on yeah a lot more goes on behind the scenes because I as you know we're probably going to this now like I just do it as a hobby like it's not my full-time gig yeah so I think I think we need to we need to answer this question right so the, let, let's let's talk about the rumors so the rumors of being you left Primark you were sacked from Primark you left all your fantastic jobs to be a full-time blogger but that's not actually the reality or the no. truth and, and this I, is the beauty of truth so what is, is the, the beauty truth? of truth and I love the way fake news spreads six times more than the truth <laughs> You know, but um, it's so funny because like obviously you have the rumors, you have the gossip. So I left Primark on my own accord um, two years ago, actually this month. And I am working in business development. So I work for like a large corporation who are suppliers. So I'm a supplier and I look after that and I look after like they're all kind of based in, you know, Asia and some in the UK. So I manage them as well. So I work on their business development side. So I do that like more or less full time. I'm back to four days now with COVID. I work from home. I did work in WeWork as he's got, if you follow me, you would have seen that. So I do that as well. But I think I was just ready for a new journey because I was in Primark nearly 10 years. Stop. I felt I was kind of, you know, absolutely loved it, loved it, loved the people, loved the experience I got. Everyone was like the clothes and they always looked at me for this but you kind of come to a point in your life being like do I want to stay here forever do I want to leave now and you know what like it nearly gave me so much fear of leaving going am I doing the right thing here like but I needed a new challenge like and if I didn't have a new challenge, I, like how can you grow if you don't have a new challenge? Like you have to feel the fear because in order for us to, I'm going to give a quote here now. No, I love a good quote. In go order on. for us to evolve, we have to be willing to change because we can't 
transform into that butterfly if we don't want to be willing to change. I love that. I think that that's exceptional advice to give people, especially at a time that we're at now. Because things are changing, whether they're good, bad or somewhere in between. You've 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 got like, to go your gut I think is is the main thing and obviously you 100%. felt I did that. feel it yeah and and I think when you look at then the well, the blogging influencing yeah. side is that very much just a hobby for you then 100% like people always think like even you were saying oh my god she even work or blah 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 or do you even work or where do you work and you know how like, do you pay your mortgage how do you pay your mortgage um, yeah I do work and obviously I was like two days with COVID and then three days I'm after getting back up to four days so it has been a process for me as well do you know so what I do so I wouldn't be active all, I know I'm active on Instagram as well but I don't post every single day like it takes a lot like you have oh, to schedule so it time in consuming. you have to schedule it in as well and then like yeah I do a few pay partnerships but only ones I want to do I don't take on things that aren't true to me I try stay um, authentic and as real as I can be uh, to myself and that it translates on my page as well do you know what I mean like I'll never put something up that I'm not I'm not feeling or whatever like that do you know what I mean because I work as well do you know like and I do it as a hobby I've always been interested in like fashion and now it's more about inspiring people as in sharing a message and I'd love you know I feel I'm at a crossroads in, in my life as well like don't get me wrong I'm very grateful to have my job as well but it's kind of like what is the next step for me? Like, do I want to keep doing this for the next year or two? Yeah, like I said, I'm so grateful and thankful I have a job. But I'm kind of like, you know, when you're kind of like, feel the fear, I'm like, what else is there? So like, I went back to college, I done um, life coaching and neuroscience. So I have a diploma in that. But now I'm like, oh, do I need to do something else? What else? What else? What else? Yeah, I'm a bit like that. I'm always you like, know? like, I was on maternity leave and I went, I was like, Scott, I'm going to go back to college. Yeah. And he was like, what? Who goes back to college on maternity leave? And I was like, no, like I can't, th- there has to be something more constantly. And now that I have this kind of freedom of, of decision, basically, yeah. it is that like, what is next? I'm always kind of, it's the same with the podcast. We were in COVID, sitting around doing nothing. Okay, now is the time to do the yeah. thing that I want to do. So I totally, totally get that. And I hope that there's people listening that if they are feeling that fear, oh my that they're like, Becca, Robin and Emma said do it. YOLO. <laughs> Because the way I feel, I'm the exact same. Like, as in, I, yeah, I, I'm working and all, but like, you kind of need to think to yourself, does this fulfill me? Like, you know, and I do think COVID has really taught us this. Like, you know, we've all kind of been stuck on cruise control and we have to reassess our life. We have to reassess mm. what we're doing, where we're going. You know, like, you know, who are our friends? Who are our family? Like, you yeah, know, you perspective, know, perspective, clarity, you know, that sort of way. And I feel like everyone is at that and they're just not settling, especially in our areas of their life. It's just real like, okay, I am grateful for this, but you know, what else? Like even for me, for instance, I'm, I've done the life coach or whatever. And yeah, it's going to take me time to build up clients and stuff like that, especially because, you know, people want money and they want to better themselves as well. Like it takes time, it takes confidence and energy, you know. But now I'm like, what other message do I have there? Now I'm like, oh, do I go back to college again yeah, and do something yeah. else? Because I really, I want to help people, especially maybe around their mental health. You know, I, do, I don't think there's enough um, focus on that in this country. And it really aggravates me, to be honest, because especially with COVID, People ha- are haven't got the tools now to kind of, how do you say, bounce back. You know, people are going to be more down than ever. Like, especially even me. Like, we're all normal people. We all go through highs and lows. But how can we get through it? Yeah, And yeah. that's the message I try to even... I do want to increase that message a bit more. But then sometimes... 
you don't have the qualifications. I'm only a life coach, but what else could I do? So I'm like, oh, do I go back and do, you know, social studies? Do I go back and do psychotherapy? Do I go out? So I'm kind of at that crossroads now. I'm like, oh, what do I do? Yeah. Do I sit up, feel the fear? Do I just sit it out? I'm afraid. Like, I'm literally the same as well. You, yeah. It is, mm. I, th- I think it's a, it's a str- it is a strange time. And it's one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on at this time in yeah. this moment for this podcast. Because I think when I go on to your social media, I don't fo- I've said it before, I don't follow masses of influencers mm. I don't shop through them I, I, I don't really get masses mm-hmm. of inspiration there's a handful yeah. and you're one, you're, you're one person that I've always go, constantly Aww, gone thanks. back to especially for the clubber like unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> and I'd be like um, what me there's so many other people who've better style than me and I'm like huh but you see, you. I think what the thing with your style is, you make your style really, like, really wearable, really relatable. Like, Thanks. that's clothes that I can go and buy and I could wear tomorrow. Yeah. Um. You know, there's some like I love. I follow as well. I love Tara May. Um, oh, like she who is my bae. Like, like on, I met her at an Easy Locks. Like no, I followed her before, and I met her when I was doing the Easy. Lo- I done an Easy Locks uh, shoot, and she was on the set. Like I think, like she had to say, like about. 30k or something like that time and I went over I was like I yeah yeah like hello (laughs) this was last year and she's like oh my god I can't believe and ever since then like we're like two each other hype girls she always comments on mine I comment on hers and then even like Ashley and Claudia and my sisters they're literally like I was like, no, like Tarmay is mine. Like, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. They're like, can we, can we get in <laughs> like, on that? We all Emma? have our own little one who we love, like a UK vlogger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, do you know that way? I love, but she's but I love so her relatable. And, I love her funk and, and her style. And that's the thing. And you such a normal of, person. Yeah, like, totally normal. Totally normal. And like, again, like she's posted some stuff that I've been able like to literally go out and get and buy and wear. No, I'd love her bag collection. No, Lock online. Stop like, it. Stop. Scott Cashin it more. Just going in Steve to buy four bags. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. She works her ass off. Give that to her. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. She is yeah. a mama boss and she works her ass off. So yeah. I love her for that. Same, same. Love that as well. And can I ask you then, if this is a hobby for you, what does... Okay, so you've over like 60k thousand yeah. followers now. Yeah. What does that number mean to you? It doesn't really mean anything, to be honest, where if Instagram was go to, was to go tomorrow, I'd be like, eh, it can't make you happy. Social media can't make you happy. And I've, I'm really feeling this ever since I'd say COVID came because we had so much time. We're scrolling, we're liking, we're this, we're that. Where it's affecting, like it has affected my mental health. Like, do you know what I mean? You can't just constantly sit there. Oh, I didn't get that many likes and I didn't get this and that. And I actually said, if it was to go tomorrow, I'm grateful for every single follower out there. And like, I'll say that yeah, because you are amazing. The reason why I've been built up is because of all you guys. But if it was to go tomorrow, I'm just, I'd just be like, okay, fine. Because survive. I'd, I'd survive because I work and I would rather my own personal career than just to rely on Instagram. And that's my own personal preference. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with using Instagram as a business, as a platform. But for me, it's not the be all and end all. Do you know what I mean? It's like though I even said to you, Robin, I was like, you know, for me, when people come up to me like, oh my God, you're Emma Q. Like they really think you're a celeb or something. I'm like, huh? What? Me? Yeah, yeah. Who? <laughs> I'm, I'm just really like, I feel like I'm just a normal girl with followers on Insta because like I'd show me on your own now the bed with no makeup be like, jeez, I'm sweating after that PT session. Like you'll never see me like full face makeup glam 24-7. That's not real. Like So I no, show as no. much, you know, that kind of side to be like, you know, here I am. I'm all bloated from the hardcore weekend <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or yeah. like, you know, no makeup or sweaty after a gym session as well, you know. But no, you kind of have to think of it. If that was to go tomorrow or something like that, like, would you still be content with your life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's really, really important, especially now, because, like, 
Every girl wants followers. Oh, it's, it, it, like, and don't get me wrong, right? I'd be lying and this, as I said, is the beauty of truth. So I would be lying if I didn't say, like, for me, um, especially at the crossroads I'm at now, mm. you know, my sister said something to me and she's like, you know, you're going to have to up your game. Like, you've got so much competition within makeup and you can, be, and I, I, she meant it from a really good yeah. place in terms of like, I can be a little bit lazy yeah. and I have great regular clients, but to be able to maybe potentially live, I, I, will have to and it's frustrating because mm. I don't love social media but I definitely will admit that I need it mm-hmm. I do need it at the moment mm-hmm. in in the type of it's PR it's, it's your own PR. personal PR yeah. that you don't have to pay someone else to do it and I totally see that side yeah to it. but I think it's smart that you what the, the point I'm making is that you know you have another career this isn't your be all and end no. all and if it did go tomorrow your mortgage would be paid but I think people have relied on it now and that puts people, I don't think people have realised, maybe in their subconscious, that that's actually putting strain on people's mental health. Exactly. It's relying. Relying on it on, as well. Yeah, it's not healthy. And even like, it's such a stigma, I think as well, like the social media, you know, everything around that. And it is, because it is your own personal PR, like, and I totally get that because you're trying to sell yourself, you're trying to, you know, increase your, um, how do you say, exposure on who you are, what you are about, but then you don't want to give a hundred percent on everything. Yeah. But it's real. Like, oh, I totally agree. Come here. If you were to say to me here, but you know what the funny thing is? I only had a realization. So my two sisters, I always used to compare myself to them, right? Even like, you know, Claudine, she's so aesthetic. Like, she's just a dream. Like, oh, I used to see her so in quiet. gym all she, the Claudine's time. Claudine's so quiet. Like, she literally just is fashion and aesthetic. Ashley's a little bit similar to me, but she wouldn't always go on having the chats. And like, her page is on fire. Ashley's really about body confidence and stuff like that. Like, so Ashley has over 100k. Claudine nearly has 100k. I have, say, 60. And for a time, I used to always be like, I have to get 50. I have to get 60. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do... And I'd say ever since, I'd say the last six months, I was like, do you know what? I'm grateful for what I have. I have over 60k of you guys. I don't need 100. I don't want a quarter million people looking at me. Like, if that happened, that happened. Do you know what I mean? But I'm grateful for what I have. Because I do think, I'm going to touch on this even with a life coaching perspective as well. And especially, we're always chasing the next best thing. Oh, I need to get this. I need to get that. I need to get that. What about now? What about what we have now? What about being grateful what we have now so all I'm especially through my coaching or whatever and my tools I always have to um check myself before I wreck myself yeah yeah because you have to assess the here and now so even be like oh my god even now I probably we're thinking what else can we do but I'm like I'm actually grateful that I'm sitting here with you having a podcast telling people that I'm a normal person and just be in the moment learn to be in the moment and stop chasing everything else yeah be in today don't think about the past don't think about tomorrow be in today live today and it's such a difficult thing to do and I listen to and I know you do as well you listen to Oprah's podcast and she's like you know the the best gift you can give yourself is time is to be in the like to literally quote from your bubble be here now and I that's something like I'd say like if my boyfriend like Scott is listening he'd be like that thing definitely doesn't be living in the now I'm so I'm re I will admit it I'm really bad for like what's next what's next but what's I'm next? the exact same as you but it but but COVID has taught me 100%. like I have gotten to see stuff with my little girl that I would never in a million years yeah. with working have gotten to see 
And it's really taught me that those small moments yeah. are, the, are the things that build you as a person. 100%. So important. So I'm a different person coming out of this COVID. 100%, I agree for myself. 100%. Because even like I'm always like prior to COVID, I was like, right, need to get up, need to go to gym, need to go to work. Then I got this, then I go see my nan, have lunch, whatever. And people are like, do you have 48 hours in one day? Yeah. And now after this, I'm like, slowing down I'm like I want to have a chill day have a chill day yeah. I'm not in the mood of going for a walk I, I, me as a person I put so much pressure on myself I'm yeah. like I have to do this I have to do this I have to do this and it's all inside my own head of pressure but uh, lately I'm just like I don't have to do that this is like kind of the devil and the angel on your shoulders yeah, being like the yeah. angel being like no chill out do something the devil no you need to do that because you need to do that and it just gets so overwhelming then you can procrastination anxiety everything comes from it and it's just known to just chill but I do think um you have to use all your tools as well. So when people are overwhelmed, they're like, obviously it's known that like you can do your meditation, you go for a walk, you get out into nature, you talk to someone, write it down, journal. But everyone just kind of just keeps on chasing and chasing and chasing. And I, hello, I'm an advocate of that. And it's literally just being like, now take a time out and just breathe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? definitely. So with your life coaching, Explain to people what what being a life coach is. Okay, so a life coach is, is obviously it's not like counselling or therapy because that's kind of more like long term and what counselling and therapy would do for you would be like, you know, would be more about like addiction or relationships or, you know, like... Like grieving and... Yeah, that yeah. kind of element. Life coaching is literally, you want your kind of, it's more like goal setting and learn to be the best version of you. So certain areas you want clarity and perspective on and I literally draw that in order to get the best out of yourself and challenge it so basically it's more motivational it's challenging but it's all to do with you're the driver of this and I'm giving you clarity clarity and perspective so I'd ask you questions you know like what does that mean to you like you know if you were to walk away today what would that look like and then I focus on like I use an awful lot of tools of you know like everyone if you don't know about it's like the wheel of life so like where you are right now in your life and what on a scale of one to ten what is that um if you were to work on one area what would that be what would that mean to you you know how would that feel so it really kind of brings up unrootedness so like a lot of people I feel it's more about confidence it's about kind of goal setting like how I can get there and giving you the tools on how you can get there so when I was even in college I had to do pro bonos and obviously like so nervous I'm like how am I going to do this how am I going to have an air session but even walking away and having those two girls um do four one hour sessions with me and seeing them at the end it's so rewarding oh I can imagine like I I now know that like even though you might be kind of having a shit day it's building another person up that I think is more rewarding knowing that you can help someone else and I just think you know kindness and helping other people and inspiring other people literally is free so obviously <laughs> literally free no costs you nothing yeah not life coaching now do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah 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 that, that cost my sessions cost but I mean as in just being kind to people yeah just yeah, being yeah. nice giving people compliments but back to life coaching I think it's just more because I've worked so much on myself over the past few years I kind of was like I actually want to help people around this and that's why I went back to college and now it's kind of I'm kind of 
how do you say, building momentum around that. But now I'm around that, I'm kind of like, ooh, is there something else here? Like, I'd love to do like a workshop with women on this. Amazing. But then it's just with COVID, you can't. So like, because I put up a little box, I remember a while ago, I was like, would you guys love me to do like a little kind of intimate workshop on, you know, building your confidence? They were like, oh my God, yes. And obviously with COVID, you know, your numbers and stuff like that. But there's so much going on. My head is like a hamster wheel. I'm like, can I do this but it's just so restricted I know I know know that like I'm on this journey as well and the journey of self-development never stops but I just want to share my experiences my message and the tools I have to help other people yeah I love that and have you done life coaching yourself like have you been you've had a life coach yeah 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 so I would have had to like I had a professional mentor a life coach had that but like that's something when you are a life coach and yourself developing yourself it's something you have to constantly do you don't just like kind of get the diploma and off you go it's something you have to constantly work on so whether it's constantly you know reading podcasts doing seminars um booking in with a life coach once you know once or twice a year like it's a constant thing it's a constant wheel oh yeah because I think I'd be pretty annoyed if I went to my life coach and they weren't <laughs> intact you know, intact yeah yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and with the current yeah you know and I think it's something that I really enjoy because I have seen the rewards myself out of me putting time into myself over the past few years I was the one that was able to get that bikini photo I yeah, was able I yeah. was the one that was able to take the plunge and leave Primark. I was the one that was, you know, able to, you know, go back to college where before we all, we won't feel the fear because change, you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, but if we don't challenge ourselves, we can never change. And what's your biggest, your biggest takeaway as personally since doing life coaching? It's more, I'd say, getting outside my own head. So when some things happen or negative, negativity happens, it's like, no. Just breathe. You know, you have the power. No one else can take that power away from you. Stand your ground and, you know, just kind of, how do you say, take, just take a moment, have space. So it's just knowing that, like, especially a big thing for me is I'm such a reactive person. So like you say something to me and I'm like, eh, I'm like oh, why did I say it? Oh, yeah. That's Where now it's pause. Just pause. Come back to it. Go upstairs, go to the toilet, have a glass of water, come back to it because you'll react totally different. I'm so taking that advice. Free pause. advice here, pause. people. Freebies, yeah, freebies. freebies. <laughs> <laughs> Just pause. So like, you know, if someone texts you or you got a phone call or your job or whatever, it's like, I'm just going to come back to this in five, ten minutes because I guarantee you, your reaction will be totally different. Yeah, I've actually recently had to apologise to someone because I got a message. I was really reactive back. Like I was like, it was basically in a really passive aggressive, fuck you. And then I literally a couple of days later, I was like, whoa, I am so sorry. I hold my hands yeah. up. I'm so reactive. So like I'm yeah. totally taking that but advice. 100%. And I'll give you a little one here now. So um, energy, what is it? Emotions is our energy in motion and the feelings are the labels we put on it. Oh, I love love that that? one. Oh, that's going on the Instagram (laughs) now. It's a little quote. Super Soul Sunday coming near you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Oprah, if you wouldn't mind just stepping from from the top of the charts there. (laughs) Mic drop, Emma out. Love it, love it. Yeah. Um, And when you talk, you were talking, you mentioned about like negativity and being able to manage that now and like that pausing and being less reactive. As an influencer, yeah. as I know it's a hobby, but obviously mm-hmm. it's it's 
60k is a lot of weight in yeah. that in that field. Yeah. Do how do you fo- how do you I suppose focus? How do you take on the negativity? There are trolls out there. Yeah. They're coming for all of you, unfortunately. Yeah. Literally. Whether whether or not you you're doing anything oh, that, yeah. that that causes for it, but they're they're out there. Yeah, no, totally. And sometimes what you have to do, like I said, you have to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Breathe. And then the way I see it is of all you 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 do get your negative comments here and there and I'm very lucky I have such an amazing following uh, but you you are going to get the negative and you'll always have 1% but you need to focus on the 99 who are there to support you and the way I see it is is that when you get a negative comment that's not good to do with you that's a representation of who they are as a person they're the ones that have to reach out and tell you whether how they feel or you know if they scrutinize you or whatever that's not a representation of who you are so you just kind of need to be like, I know they have, they want an opinion, but the way I see it is an opinion is if you ask for it. I don't ask for an opinion. Yeah. So if I put up this a question box and be like, now. what do you think of that? I didn't ask for your opinion. So don't go telling me how you feel because I didn't ask for it. But that's okay. Everyone has a right to their opinion. They have a right to kind of comment. They have a right. This is the world we live in with social media. But the way I see it is if you've nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Or else, if you want to talk about it, talk about it to your friends. Have a WhatsApp group. Do you, girl? Do you know what I mean? Don't go and be like, I'm going to ruin her day now and just send her a message. Yeah, I think putting it out into the world no, doesn't do it any no, good. It doesn't do it any good because with the current climate we're in now, like everyone's on edge. Everyone's not feeling right. Everyone's going through so many personal battles that no one knows about. So what good are you going to get out of your day by leaving a nasty comment or anything like that? Like, I just think it's nice to be nice because treat others as you'd like to be treated. Would you like to be treated like that? Probably not. So you just need to reassess. Like I said, pause and then react. Yeah, love that. Love that. I've had, I've actually, I've never experienced someone until I started doing the podcast, funny enough. Mm. Um, and I just, I'm quite a person who, um, like I really see the funny side, like even in the darkest, yeah. I just have that dark sense of humour. So it takes, it, nothing, it takes a lot basically to phase me. But I'd shown friends some of the message I've received and they were like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, is, yeah. I'm like, I'm, lo- I'm actually just very lucky that I suppose, I don't know, if I was just brought up that way, that it, it really doesn't bother me. But some of but it I does bother me. It does. Like, I, I was going to say. I would. And that's the thing. People think, oh my God, she's so like shiny and happy and positive all the time. And I know you're going to ask me that and be like, oh, you always show the good on there and you don't show the bad. But I have a choice to like, do you know what I mean? I do have my bad days. I'll come on and be like, oh, I'm feeling shit. I'm doing this. And I wasn't in a good mood. But you know what I mean? But then when you do put up there, people question it. Why? Why are you in a bad mood? Like, but I'm just letting you know I'm having a bad day, but I don't need to disclose why. Do you know? I mean you don't always need to disclose yeah. why everything is going on in your life do you know what I mean are you finding people are really like they want the intimate no like they want to know yeah like, and I feel like oh she shares all this online but like what about the bad days I'm like but at the end of the day it's my social media platform I share what I want to share like I said to you like I try to build you guys up inspire you guys help you guys motivate you guys yeah I have my bad days but like that's private to me you know if there is bad days and the end of the day I don't need to share that and I don't have to share that you know and I know sometimes people always want to know more but then if you if you do know more then that opens up more and I have the power of of keeping that privacy to myself so why would I do that and what's your opinion on people who 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 I suppose there's definitely influencers there and we see every inch of their lives Mm -hmm. what's your I suppose your advice your opinion on that well, my opinion is like that's their life and they're in charge of it. So if they want to do that, that's theirs. And that's not like that. 
it's not affecting me do you know yeah yeah not affecting me at all but I'm just like if they want to do that they want to do that but that like I just for me personally that's just not my thing yeah and you you feel that it's helped you better to keep it closed yeah yeah because it's not like I said it's not my full-time job it's a hobby like what I want to share you like you know is like the fashion is like the motivation the inspiration you know a bit of food here and there going out whatever and that's kind of it like do you know what I mean I'm not going to share everything and anything because like at the end of the day it is my platform and I have the choice what I want to share or not I know everyone wants to know everything but at the end of the day I'm a real human being like I'm a girl who just have has followers and I have the right to kind of put up what I want yeah I agree I agree and I think everyone just has to take I suppose decide what route they want to go, go down, down yeah, yeah, yeah you might go on and show everything there's so many like YouTubers out there who show their every single minute of the day but god no that would not be me yeah, yeah. no way and what so you're obviously for me when I think of you know like Emma Kyo influencer blogger the first thing that really comes to mind is the body body positivity yeah. it's so refreshing oh, um, no it really is it's really even though refreshing. I'm, fa- I'm having a fat day uh, fat. have a flowy dress on <laughs> now lads <laughs> <laughs> no listen we are like I mean everyone has those days and like I think you for me right what it is is you show this really good balance of I'm in the gym but I have a life and and a glass of wine (laughs) and you look fucking phenomenal like no you really do and I and I think that it's nice to see like and and I a a friend of mine well Elaine she was the the first uh, guest on the podcast Elaine you know got a message recently of a guy or something I've seen on her Instagram being like oh you've a real woman's body and she's like all women's bodies are real so I hate to say that like you know you've got that but I think that you for for me when I go into yours Yours is like, you're showing me though the real lifestyle. Oh, Not yeah. the, re- every woman's body is real, but you're showing me the real yeah. lifestyle that goes with being able to be super glam, healthy as well. Yeah. So that really good for me, body positivity ne- from just me yeah. needs to show that you're being also healthy. Yeah, it's um, a full circle. It's not just like, oh yeah, I'm having a green smoothie and I'm going on a walk. No, it's about getting up, going to the gym a few times a week or going for your walks, looking after your mental health as much as you can. Yeah, have a balance you know having nice food when you want your treats and feeling good if you are bloated what to do when you're bloated like I'll show you I'll just be like instant I'll turn to the side and I'll be like reality like it's all about the pose and the angles yeah, you know like yeah. it's not all like oh my god like I have a belly I've cellulite I've stretch marks I have all that like because I lost so much weight so I have stretch marks and I have you know all this as well like I'm a normal girl like I'm not just like fucking Insta model like and you talk about in your blog as well about being bullied. What was that like as a child? Uh, like that was horrible. And I think oh, I'm such a different person now. I think this is where it all came from. So I would have been younger, I would have been a lot heavier. Like I remember being a size 16 on my confirmation. Like that's a lot. Like, do you know, and everyone else was like tiny in kids' clothes. And I was heavy and it just made me feel so horrible, like so emotional. And then even when all everyone was getting their first kisses and stuff like that, like I would have been bullied, would have been called fat. It just was so destroying. Like it was so emotional because even all my friends were going to the Gale Talk. I didn't go to the Gale Talk because the thoughts of getting in a swimsuit and being around boys 
literally would have killed me because I knew I would have been bullied. So I chose not to go to the girl talk and I said at home that, that summer, like, and people don't see that side to me. They're like, oh my God, she's so confident in this. But like, I've been on a journey. So like I said, when I was 16, my auntie said, oh, I'm joining Weight Watchers. And I was like, fuck it, like, I'm going to do it because I want to look good for my depths. So I would have been, I think, after third year. Fifth year came, I started, so after the summer, I started losing weight. Then it came to my dad's around that time. So boys started kind of looking at me. I was going out, stuff like that. And then from kind of there, that's where the journey started from when I was about 16, 17. So I'm nearly 17 years on that journey now. So, and I haven't like stopped. Like I still have the negative self-talk in my head. And especially so when sometimes I get a bad comment online or whatever. Now I'm very lucky that I don't get kind of body positivity comments. Like, you know, you look fat, you look this, you look that. I'm so thankful. And that's you guys. You could they <laughs> no, but all like you guys out there, like you are the ones who literally make me feel so good as well because you respond to it and you're like, you know, and that really helps me as well. But if there was nastiness like that, they were all the time, it, it triggered me, it would trigger me, like you know what I mean, or even you know. It's just, it brings up those kind of, how do you say, those memories. You know, yeah, you always yeah, have that kind of negative self-talk, that little girl inside, that fight or fly. And that's why I went, I started doing my, my self-development, being like the thoughts of me getting into a bikini. So me even overcoming that. So even when you see, like time to time, I'll put up a bit of a sexy photo, you know, here and there, I'll be feeling good. And I might put up, say like, you know, whether it's like nice underwear or for tan or for a swimsuit or something like that, but, that takes a lot for me to do. I don't just whack it up there and be like, YOLO, like it takes sometimes, it still does take a lot because I still have that little girl feeling like that inside me as yeah, well. I but it's kind of, it's still developing that. It's still kind of working on that as well. And that's what I constantly have to do in, in my own mental headspace. And if you could look back and say to your 16 year old yeah. self now, now you're a life coach. I know. Now you're coaching people. I know. You know, for That's these why sort I started of all this, like, yeah. because of that. Like, definitely. Well, like, I mean, for, I think bullying is, is you know, it's trauma. Like, yeah. you know, you have to, you have to yeah. really work on, on getting over it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know, like, my, my, my younger sister, she had psoriasis. Mm. She would have been like a little chubby kid. As, yeah. as, and, like I remember, like her, her confidence and how mu how much work she had to do on herself to be able to wear mm. skirts and yeah. be covered head to toe. And I know they're 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 similar in the sense of I think it's just more when you're young and these things happen oh to you. Oh my god, you're so it's it's oh it's so Big time. Tough. And I think now, like even with me and coaching, I feel like I f this is an, an amazing thing that actually got offered to me, and I feel this could be nearly like a higher purpose. So for me, I know what that teenage girl is going through, and especially especially then with social media. So there was no Instagram. There's none of that when I was 16. Yeah, so, so, so it was actually easier, now, you know, yeah. that sort of way. So now I'm just like, okay, could I actually help teenagers? Could I actually give that message? So this kind of started in my head. And now I know where I used to hang around with this girl. She's actually a teacher in my old school. And she reached out to me pre-COVID. was like, hey, Emma, I just want to know, will you come into the school and give a talk? I was Love like, it. I was like, this is a sign. Oh my God. Yeah. Law of attraction vibes. Because I'm all about creating positive momentum, etc. Yes. All about that what secret vibes. What you put out vibes. there, you get back. Give, receive, achieve, you know. And Another <laughs> quote. The Instagram will just be quotes Pumped. from Emma. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Emma's quotes. Yeah, yeah. Um, then what you call it? I was like, oh my God, this is a sign. So then I was kind of like, say the last few months, you know yourself, we're going through the mass. Like, what do I do? What's my higher purpose? You know, all this sort of thing. So she reached out again. 
I'd say about two weeks ago, and she was like, "Hey, I'm just want to know if you're still free for doing that." I was like, "Oh, stop that!" So deadly. then, yeah. So then she's like, "Unfortunately, this will have to be kind of online. It might have to be alive or you know, record it or whatever." So I was like, "Yeah, grand, no bother." She's like, "I really feel that you know our fifth and sixth years would resonate with you because you came to the school, and um, you know you're on social media, you work hard, you've you've been to like college, you're finding your feet, you're trying to inspire body positive." I was just like. Yes. So then I was like, is this a sign to kind of even help teenagers? And that, that's why now I'm like, what course could I do? You know, who do I reach out to? So yeah, where do I go? Where do I go from here? You know, what message can I kind of spread? You know, and I'm mad into fortune telling now. I love a fortune tell. Oh, right. Okay. I got my fortune told there, say, like about two weeks ago. I've never had it done. Oh, I've been getting since I was about 16. Love Stop. it. Okay, you'll I do angel cards and numbers. all. I'm like, ah. No oh, way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm real intuitive. My whole family are like that, mad into all of it. Right. There's something else you know now, you know, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, any, Mystic anyone? Meg over here. Yeah, but yeah. um, I feel as well. I got that done. She was like, "You're gonna work with teenagers." Like I can see it with like a whiteboard and writing something down. And I was like, "Oh my god, is this a sign? Is this a sign?" Do you know what I mean? So I'm kind of just thinking now. Like my head's like spinning. I'm like, what? Where do I start? What do I do? Like you know. But that, that's an unbelievable starting point. I do that's think what for I mental health ask, as yeah. well. I want to yeah. do. I really want to help. I. It all stems from how we're grown up. We're not given tools, and I just think we have CSPE, we have SPHE, we have at home ec, and all. Why can't we have a mental health class? Yeah. Why can't we have not a guidance counselor, a mental health counselor? I seen this only yesterday. I just feel like we Instagram. need to start doing yeah. stuff. So then I'm like, well, could I do that? Could I do that? And I'm kind of thinking of the bigger picture because you know, one person that actually inspired me to do this, I watched lay. I listened to Lady Gaga and Oprah's podcast it like I mean I was crying like yeah, and then especially when I saw her Netflix episode. documentary she's making a movement and spreading what her trauma and what she went through and especially how she's getting over her fibromyalgia and how she's doing pain management and everything she's creating a movement and I'm like oh my god like why can't other people do that over here and not just about being a blogger or an influencer I want to make a difference I want to help people outside of even having Instagram I'm using that as my own PR but I want to really be like what else can I do here to help people outside of body positivity and self love like what else so now I'm at that crossroads like I said I'm like what course can I do so if there's anyone else out there that's feeling the fields yeah, that, that knows. can help me that yeah. knows please DM me <laughs> we will put this also on the Instagram being yeah, like I contact need to, Emma yeah, I'm just no really I love that I do love that and I think this yeah. is this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do a podcast because I, I've said it to Dan a hundred times who produced the podcast yeah. the best ideas come from conversations 100%. and deep conversations deeply love rooted it love, love it. it love it over a cup of tea I have come up with the best yeah. some of the best ideas yeah. might not have the capital to always do them but they're there I'm telling you yeah. but, but no but I love that and that's what was, my question was going to be you know like if you could look back mm. to your 16 year all self mm -hmm. you know what would you say but actually what you would say to these kids yeah is, see that's the thing you know and that's the thing and it was so funny because even another girl messaged me on instagram i'd say about two weeks ago last week and she was like i'm actually looking at my 16 year old self now and you're giving me so much encouragement and confidence because if i was to look back at her now she was so scared i'm a different person and that kind of brought up stuff for me then but i'd look back and i'd be like you've got this girl you need to just ride the wave but work on you do you know what I mean like don't be always comparing yourself to others because comparison is the thief of joy oh sure look another quote 
I love that when I you tell know, you, Emma, you just bring out a book book of quotes. That's what I was thinking. Emma-isms. Emma-isms. <laughs> love it. No, seriously, I love that one, I though. love a quote. Love love saying. I, see, I think that for me, like, they really, when I read one, I'm like, oh, yes, let's take on the day. But that's you why know. I shared them on my Instagram. Yeah, like, so that. if I have a little quote, I'm like, oh, yeah, I let that resonate with me. I'm like, yes, girl you know what yeah, I mean you've yeah. got this because like it's hard like even some days like everyone has their struggles like even waking up getting up out of the bed you know there you go take yeah. the box yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean have yeah. a share some people struggle do you know what I mean but it's about like we all just need to get through these struggles together and I like to use my platform to do that do you know what I yeah. mean yeah. where we all have do our you, off days and our own days do you feel as an influencer that you, you actually do have that responsibility yeah yeah you do because if you're putting yourself out there then there is a responsibility with it as well, yeah. you know? So, but like I said as well, like you want to help people. I want to encourage people, but it kind of comes, how do you say, there is a responsibility to it as well because you're putting yourself out there. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think it's, you yeah. have to be held accountable for the content you're putting up yes that's basically. exactly yeah because I, I agree I've said this to people are probably like Jesus Robin we get it we know you want the influencers to be held accountable just not in it now listen when I say that I mean in the sense of just in social aspects like yeah. mental health and, yeah. and just being conscious of for example it's more so since I had a daughter I have a, a two year old right and it scares me yeah I grew up and I thought it was tough with, mm-hmm. you know, in your story and my sister's story and everyone mm-hmm. that we know, being grown up is just hard. Yeah. <laughs> we don't give it enough credit, but it's it's a it's a shit yeah. it can be a shit show. And imagine growing up now with all of this content online and I TikTok know. and that all that freaks me. Scares out. me like having the a young daughter. Generation, scares you're like, me. Oh my god totally scares the shit out of me and I know I have a lot of friends who recently they actually we, I don't know why we just have loads of daughters <laughs> loads of girls but like you know and for the guys as well yeah. it's it's as equally as tough and that's why it's not that I ever want like I'm like you know held accountable because you posted a dress and I don't like not in that I, and I don't agree with yeah. forums online I've said this before but I do love when someone uses a platform for for a higher purpose or or an easy message mm. it doesn't always need to be something deeply rooted but just really conscious you know of yeah. that there's there's young people viewing this now yeah. and everything that we do as a generation yeah. affects them it's been watched um, definitely so I absolutely love that mm. and your sisters yeah let's talk mm-hmm. there are you know the questions out there do you kill each other no we actually don't. And I think many people are like, they kill each other, they do this. And then we actually don't. And I think we're so close. So we used to share a be- bedroom together. Like, you can imagine three of us in a box room, no, one bed. Oh, yeah, three of us together. Like, we used to, well, we used to kill each other back then. Oh, yeah, well, come here, yeah. But now I just think we are each other's biggest hype girls. Like, as she'd be sitting next to me, she posts a photo, I'd be like, unreal. And they're like, you're sitting next to me. But like, yeah, yeah. I just think like, and I think we never get jealous. So even with the whole, if they have more followers than me or if a certain brand wants to work with them, I'd be like, oh my God, yes, girl, do it. Like, we're just, we're just not like that. Like, we're so close knit and we have each other's back. Like, like they are literally my best friends. And I think as well, like I have a younger brother, so if none of you guys know, he's 21, Adam will be 22. And I know there's like 12 years between us, but he is like my best pal. Like, I love him. Like, and I'm the oldest of four. So I'm a bit of a mammy, but like, I just look we're just so close-knit together and I just love I wouldn't have it any other way but if there ever is confrontation we don't hide it from each other I just be like what's your problem 
Yeah. And they'd be like, yeah, uh, yeah. what? And I'd be like, no, you said this, you said this, we have it out, and it's done under the rug. Yeah. They might have a bitch to the other sister about or have certain yeah. groups about like the Kardashians <laughs> or something, but you just say it is what it is, be like, what was your problem, blah, blah, and you move on because like like life is too short to be dwelling for days and fighting with your your own family, you know, or whatever like that. You just get on with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. I have a very similar relationship yeah, with Darcy. Yeah, get on with it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our, our arguments are actually like pathetic. 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 Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, that's not the way I like my broccoli steam. Well, then make your own you left the fucking door broccoli. Open. Crap. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh, like yeah. absolute shite. Yeah. Um, but I did have to ask the question because let's be honest, there's definitely people who are wondering, oh, you know, yeah. But they all think we're on a pedestal, which I think is hilarious. They're like, oh my God, the Kyo sisters, the Kyo sisters, all this. I'm like, we all work. Like, do you know what I mean? We do this as a part-time thing as well or as a hobby. So when you see us like doing content or stuff, like we're taking time out of our weekends. We're trying to get like glammed up, trying to get content because we love fashion. We love sharing. We love showing, you know, like our style and kind of things like that as well. So we do that outside. So like it is another job. So like, and as well, trying to do that job on top of your own job, it can be overwhelming, it can be, but it's okay because you can dip in and out. You can dip in and out. Be like, I'm not in the mood today, I won't share anything. Or like, yeah, I have a content day, I'll take a few photos and lash them up as well. Like, so we all take pride in it as well. And even trying to be motivated still, especially because I do think social media is becoming, it's not as nice as it used to be because no. I think, you know, especially it's becoming very oversensitive as well. And I think as well, you just, you want to pick and choose what you put up as well. Like you don't want to be too pushy. You don't want to, you know, give too many links. You want to do, don't want to do too much of this as well. So you have to be quite sensitive. So we're very mindful of that as well. We're not just like pumping up loads of stuff as well. You have your days, your on and off days. You don't want to be constantly in people's faces all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You don't want to be constantly having like, oh, this, 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 this. People get fed up with you. And at, like, like I said to you, we're all real normal people who just have followers. That's yeah, the way I yeah. see myself. Yeah. Yeah. And what has been your your highlight of being an influencer? Oh, probably I don't know lifestyle sports. Shoot I was there. hoping you were going to me- an- answer like, this cuz when I seen that I was like perfect especially woman for body for the confidence job. and yeah. all. So 100%. how that came up was they um they gifted me some items there a few weeks ago and I love my fitness and stuff like that so I was chuffed even with that. I was like oh my god because I always buy my stuff anyways in lifestyle sports for gym gear and um, then they messaged me being like hey Emma are you free for a photo show I was like it's uh, 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 y- yes me <laughs> freaking no carbs oh my god yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was on it with Neve, who I know and I just couldn't believe it I was like oh my god I love the way the sports world and the gym world are actually noticing women in all sizes it's not just like you have to be athletic you have to be slim or it's or petite it's like normal women who go to the gym who are strong who are healthy who are whatever size you can be whatever size you want look at Ashley Graham you know what I mean yeah. like she's fit she's doing yoga like a pretzel yeah you know yeah yeah and I was just so chuffed yeah I was like oh a few pounds but whatever whatever oh my god are you messing yeah, I've seen I was like that. I lose seven pounds but I didn't I was like oh my god no stop because I remember I, I still asked compare. you I all still like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. yeah come here like we're we, like we talk you know we're only human as mm. well like we I think aiming to be the best version of yourself and all of exactly. that is important but we all have them yeah. days like I said to Scott this morning I woke up and I was like 
He's like, you gone to the gym? I was like, no. Have you seen my arms after last night? I'm phenomenal. RTB, and, ripped to bits. Like, ripped to bits. <laughs> and I was like, I'm taking this moment. I like my arms today. Yes, girl. And then, like, tomorrow I'll be like, I have to go to the gym. Yeah. I'm yeah. after eating I'm a slice same. of toast. Like, and yeah. I'll, you know, and it just, it's just, you know, and it's about yeah. having the moments and then also yeah. getting past them and through them. But on the lifestyle campaign, Emma. I seen that on your Instagram, sorry, but I'd seen it. So I'd asked you to come on maybe yeah. two or three weeks yeah, before yeah, that. Yeah, and I couldn't. And then, shoot, yeah. Yeah, and then I see, and I was like, oh my God, the perfect woman for the job. Oh, like, thanks. no, I love it. I love it because, like, as in the clothes like that I would wear to the gym, I would get inspiration from you. So to see someone like you in a oh campaign like that is just honestly, and I know that I'm speaking for a lot of people when I say that. Um, because there's no point in showing me a girl in a pair of like yeah. leggings with abs that's not relatable to me because yeah. I'm never gonna have abs. Yeah. Um but no, like absolutely incredible. What was it like? I like it was amazing. Like it was so well, like it was only a few people, so like all COVID rules, but like it was more like very overwhelming like me who what like obviously because like Neve is like in such amazing shape and she is this Neve Cullen Neve Cullen yeah yeah, yeah she's and she's doing her personal yeah. training and she after and then um Kate who is a professional sprinter for Ireland was on there as wow. well and then I didn't see more but she's a yoga teacher and then another girl Jess so she's a curve model as well which I thought was amazing like so it's a really nice mix of people and I'm just that. like different shapes different sizes different physiques different kind of I just thought it was great like and then make you want to totally you now shop at Lifestyle as well oh 100% like a great I marketing the team was amazing and like it was just so much fun and I really got like a sense of accomplishment from it I'm like so my message of me you know working out staying sane mental health you know working on my body being like a 12 14 like that shows and by my work showing lifestyle sports wanted to work with me i was like ah. and then yeah, even seeing that, that i like i was so overwhelmed i was like and then because i thought it was just going to be for like images online i was like oh what's this going to be used for they're like images they're like no like this campaign and like your images could be used in store and online i was like you know but now i'm like oh my god so this is the start of my message now you know people wearing gym leggings 12 14 and you know what i've actually seen that because now i'm sharing more of gym leggings and what to wear because i'm so like i've two i've one drawer full of gym leggings i think i might have about I probably have about 50 pairs. But I love, I love coordination is key for me. I'm just a gym freak because it's like my other wardrobe. I have my gym wardrobe, my day wardrobe, then all the girls have the pyjama wardrobe as well. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. like you have to have so many wardrobes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, not wardrobes, but drawers, you know what I I'm know saying? What like mean. little yeah, collections, yeah. but I just love, because I think if you feel good in your gym clothes, you, you just feel oh, motivated. you train better. You yeah, train yeah, better. you do. And especially, I love the ones that are high waist that suck in, make you look like a size six, then yes. they come off, you're like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And do you know what? Since COVID, we're all wearing gym clothes, we even like when we're not in the gym. Yeah. So like, we're only I short to wearing gym leggings to brunch. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I know. Stop. And my, me and my sister, we were like, even talking about Christmas. I know this, the c words, but we were like. Yeah, so gym shark for each other. Oh, yeah. And then I'm dying I saw, to try them. I haven't tried them yet. Oh, I get them. I've bought them for my sister a lot of the times. The seam free. The seamless ones. The seamless ones. Nice, nice. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so, like, totally incredible that you got yeah. to do that. Absolutely. Congratulations. Sure. Delighted for you. And you talk about, um, I've seen it a few times on your blog and, like, when you're mm. posting, you talk about vision boards, right? And yeah. how important they are. Now, my mom always made us do vision, board, yeah. vision boards. Anything that I've actually ever yeah. majorly accomplished was on a board. Yeah. 
If you were doing your vision board now, what would be on it? Ooh, that's a good question, Robin. Um, I think now, so for me, it's the next step in self-development. So I literally just want to be happy and be the first version of me. I feel like I want to maybe travel a bit more. Obviously, pending on COVID. Um, I, I would love a vision board maybe for the next five years. For me, it would be a lot of people have been saying podcasts. So to do a podcast. Yes. Dan, maybe are you listening? Yeah. Um, a book. I would like to do a book. I'd probably like to give talks, like a TED Talk vibe. Yeah, I love that. Um, go back to college. Um, that's kind of the realm I'm in. I'm in this little bubble. I'm about to insert. I just want to get into, like one person I absolutely love and he doesn't get enough credit. I'll, Pat Dively is amazing. Like he is a life coach and he is a personal trainer. He's from Galway. I listen to him all the time. He has about 200 podcasts, like Pat Dively podcast. And he's amazing. Like, so I don't want his seminars online and I just think he's amazing. And I, he's kind of one of the person I'd like to inspire to be, to be honest. And the likes of Oprah, encouraging, but helping women as well. Like, use on my girls. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. building confidence and having a little army, like, being like, you can do anything. Yeah, literally, I just posted on the Beauty of True podcast this morning um, a quote from Faces by Grace's episode, just about, like, let's build each other up and stop trying to tear each other down and let's fuck the negativity to the side. Eat. Like, as you said, with COVID, there's so much shite going on anyway. Yeah. The last thing we need, we, the, the, for, the, actually the first thing we need is is each other. Yeah. Um, and, and being here in the moment and supporting 100%. one another. So, um, and this is, again, one of the reasons, like, you're, when you're talking about, like, people who inspire you, I'm so, I feel grateful that I get to sit here. I've had the oh, most. You're going to make me cry. Oh, honestly, I've had the most incredible. Emotional. Like, incredible. tears are circulating here, guys. No, stop. I've, well, I've nearly cried nearly every episode. I haven't oh. actually. Actually, love I broke that barrier. Yeah. Love a um, no, but I've got I've been so lucky and blessed to have the most incredible conversations yeah. with people like you where I get to go away and like rethink things in my life. And I hope that people take so yeah. much from today. So before you go, Emma, I want to ask you then, what is your beautiful truth about the industry that you work in? What is maybe one thing that you've never shared publicly? It might be an opinion. It could be a fear, maybe a statement, but something that you want to share with people that you feel will really resonate. I'm not always that positive, built up, uber confident person. What goes on behind closed doors like last week, breakdown, whinge central, hormonal, like PMS like <laughs> oh my god but then I went away with my friends wherever and I'm, I've came back you know this week and I feel much better that like it takes so much for me sometimes to have like have a good day and come on and have the chat switches some days I'm on some days I'm off I need to build myself up go for my walks feel good in order to give you guys that energy it doesn't just come on straight away it, t- it takes me to build my energy up to give that back to you yeah yeah I love that Emma, this has been possibly the most inspiring episode I've done with a million quotes. Who around the world? Girls. Girls. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) I won't start singing. Everyone everyone will switch off. But Emma, honestly, thank you so much for being. Honestly, I can't tell you what it means to me that you're here. And I hope everybody has absolutely loved this episode as much as I have. Thanks so much. 
What an inspiring woman. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the Beauty of Truth podcast. If you would like to see more of Emma, you can find her at Emma Keo on Instagram. And if you're loving these episodes, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow this podcast on Instagram at the Beauty of Truth podcast. Thank you so much again for listening, guys. This podcast is produced by Primal Pro at Instagram or primal.ie and it's primal with a Y.